0: Ripped from the Case Files with Donna Harris Actual arresting officers from the United States Postal Inspection Service And stories of greed, deception, and fraud Now your host, Donna Harris
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Badge Ripped from the Case Files of Postal Inspectors I'm Donna Harris, your host In today's episode, I'm joined by Postal Inspector Travis Smoot From the Phoenix Division, Inspector Smoot, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Before we get started, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself?
0: So I am a postal inspector uh, out of the Phoenix Division, but I'm assigned to the Salt Lake City Field Office. And so my territory is the entire state of Utah. And I'm assigned to a small office where we investigate a variety of different crimes. But with my primary focus, I work mail fraud identity theft and bank fraud types of cases
1: i know this case that we're going to be talking about is about mail fraud and i don't know if um, everyone knows what mail fraud is so why don't you tell us exactly what is mail fraud
0: mail fraud is basically any type of crime that uses the u.s mail to further a scheme or a fraud and so it's been around for quite a while. Uh, it was in around 1872 when legislation adopted criminalizing using the mail for fraudulent purposes. And it really uses the term any scheme or artifice to defraud. And so over the years, we've seen a lot of fraudsters use the mail and in big types of cases, uh, such as Charles Ponzi with what's now called Ponzi Schemes. Jim Baker, who was a televangelist who turned fraudster, and Bernie Madoff.
1: This was a mail fraud scam, but what type of scam was this?
0: So this particular scam could really fall under a work-from-home scam. Uh, The way that this scam worked was it was an opportunity uh, that was sent via the mail for people to work from home and to be able to participate in this program without really having to do a lot other than responding to the mailer and sending money back to the company. And so this was really a, uh, a work-from-home opportunity scam. This originally started back in 2014 when our office was made aware of the di- different types of mailings that were going out. So in spring of 2014, thousands of people throughout the United States started receiving promotional mailings from an individual using the name Paul Park, and these letters or these, these packets, uh, contained a lot of different types, uh, type of promotional materials, letters, testimonials with promises to earn huge returns. So in these typical mailings, we saw about eight to 12 pages that really enticed people to join Paul Park in this once in a lifetime opportunity to earn money with what we quote as Iron, his ironclad 100% money back guarantee, and all you would have to do is join his mailing promotion, and you could make money just in time for the holidays. So the company that he used was Paul Park, um, or well, the name he used was Paul Park, but the, the company name was Paul Parks Profit Program, Park Publishers, or even Park Distributors. And it was located out of Park City, Utah.
1: It seems like a big name for a big fraud. So tell us a little bit more about what what that actually looked like.
0: Yeah, so it really used a lot of different terms to to really convince people that it was a legitimate program. Um, It was creative, a lot of different types of fonts, uh, sizes, techniques that really drew the attention of the reader uh, into the opportunity to make big money. And it was simple. All you had to do is read the material. Uh, you had a return envelope that was already ready for you to send in the mail. Uh, it included testimonials from eight different individuals. It included their photo. It included how they made so much money with this program. It had an overview sheet which talked about what was going to be happening with the program. It had a frequently asked questions and answers already done for you. Uh, so that if you did have the same similar questions that it was already answered and you knew what those were, uh, it had, like I said, the order sheet. Um, and it was so easy. All you'd have to do is click a checkbox and su- fill out your name, sign it and then include the money. And then uh, and then inside the, the mailing, you had a 14 page document or a fi- sorry, a 14 page process uh, on how you would make profits. And it would be anywhere between tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars by the end of the year.
1: So, what did the um, letters actually claim?
0: So, a lot of them claimed that you could earn a huge return for okay. your investment. But really, what the scam was was that he wanted to share all of his shortcuts, his secrets, and his tips, and how he made about $316,000 in 2013 simply working from home. And in this, it created a limited opportunity. He claimed that it was only for 29 other people that could have the same opportunity and that he was opening it up so that they could join this mailing program. And it would open open the opportunity for those individuals to utilize his resources, his contacts, his mailing list broker, and what they would sell was sending out these booklets. So what would happen is you join this promotion and you would put in a certain amount of money, uh, say a $1,000, and then they would send out hundreds of mailings on your behalf. And they would sell a product called 10 Easy Ways to Make $10,000 Cash Before Christmas Day. I,
1: I understand how people might be lured to this pitch.
0: Yeah. And it made it sound so easy and so achievable. So this study course that they were mailing on behalf of what we call the victim was a $297 course for, and it would sell this booklet called 10 easy ways to make $10,000 cash before Christmas day. And of that, you would have the opportunity to buy reprinting rights, lifetime rights to that booklet. Um, or you could have them print and mail the booklets using their brokers and their lists and make it really easy for you. And so of that, you'd only have to pay back uh, Paul Park only $30 for those sales. So you'd be, you'd be making quite a bit of money off of that.
1: I would think why not get involved? It's just $297 and I can make thousands before the holidays. Why not? So tell me, you know, what did they say? How did they, pitch this to people
0: yeah so that multi-page document really had quite a bit of like i said bold and and increased font to really draw your attention to how much money you could you could really earn and so some of the things that i pulled out was is is, these are going to be quoted directly from that document for example i'll show you how you can earn up to a 976 percent return or more on the money in less than 120 days, and without you even having to lift a finger to do any work at all. So then he would say that with this, we do all the work. You decide how many mailing spots you want now, and you'll receive your principal check and profit check in less than 90 days. Trust me, you'll be upset if you miss out on this one.
1: So who, who are receiving the mailings?
0: Really, as we looked through the case and started receiving the complaints that were coming in, we didn't see people in the younger demographic that were responding to this. We saw a lot of people who were elderly, who were disabled, uh, who were destitute. And these were the types of people that were really going into this product and promotion and sending their money so they could get this opportunity.
1: Was it for a specific purpose or?
0: Yeah, I mean, when you started looking at some of the opportunities that it had, um, where you could buy into a promotional spot and say this promotional spot was, was a thousand dollars, but then you could turn around and get ten thousand or twenty thousand dollars in return. Uh, a lot of people who are in a financial situation that need a little bit of money will take a risk. And when you're getting almost thousand percent return on your investment, it sounds too good to be true. And so these people would take those, those risks in order to pay for medical bills, uh, to give an inheritance to their loved ones. Um, They saw their opportunity to pay off debt, um, or some people just looked for a good business opportunity. So these were the types of people that that were responding to the mailing.
1: But it looks like it was $297, but it looks like there's some other options because this was very, in a way, very complex. Can you tell me about the options and what actually was does the victim actually pay for?
0: Yeah. So, so the $297 booklet is what's being sent on behalf of the promotion. So you as a, you as a victim, right? uh, You as the individual receiving this mailing, you'd have really four options to participate in this mailing spot program. One option would be to do it yourself. So you, for, for lifetime reprint of, uh, of the list, uh, in this master booklet, you could give Paul Park $997 and you can print it for yourself and you can send it out to your own contacts. Then there's another option that's $1,997 where you get those rights, but it kind of adds on to it. And then they will put you in connection with his mailing list providers and, uh, and then he can print out the booklets. And then the higher the you pay, the less work you have to do. So if you were to actually do one of the options for $3,997, you would literally allow him to do everything for you to send out those master booklets, those $297 booklets, and then you would get a a cut of that and you wouldn't have to do anything else. You would just have to do that upfront payment of 3997.
1: Oh, okay. So you pay 3997 and then you choose what uh, program, what option you want to be in. And that's where the additional money came
0: from. Yeah. So, so the option, yeah. So the option would actually be for almost $4,000 is for him to do everything for you. So, so you wouldn't have to do an initial investment or initial payment. You would actually um, just pay him directly and then he would do everything on your behalf.
1: Okay. So I I get it now. So tell me about, the deadline. so only twenty nine people, if this opportunity was only for twenty nine people, I'm sure it's like any other like infomercial you hear, um, act fast, act now to be involved in this um in this program. So was there some pressure?
0: Yeah, so typically it would say that there's only twenty nine spots. It'll fill up fast. The faster you do it, the faster you can get into it. But he also put kind of that deadline of a month out, you know, and so these people would only have a short period of time to fill out this form, get it back to him, send him the money, um, and then and then get part of this opportunity.
1: So what did they really receive? I mean, as as far as the the opportunity, how much, if if they were going to, we know this was a fraud and a scam, but if they received any money, how much would they receive, say, from a typical, approximate from a typical offer? If they paid him to, if they took the $997 program, how much were they told they'd get back? Would they get back 50%, 25%, or 75%?
0: Well, So the claim would be that they'd get a 90% uh, profit. So if they were to buy the rights and ship it to themselves or or ship it out, then they would get 90% profit. So if they invested that $997 for that mailing list and they sent out hundreds of these, they were promised that 90% profit. So it was really up to them. But if it were the highest where the highest promotional option where they paid them, three thousand nine hundred ninety seven thousand dollars. I mean, they could make upwards of three hundred thousand dollars.
1: In the course of, you know, in the course of doing business in this scheme. So it would sound like a good opportunity. But what was the um, what was the magnitude of the scheme? How many businesses, how many victims, how many mailings and, and, and what states were involved?
0: Yeah, so really the first part of what we were getting to was we were getting complaints from victims. And going back to that question as to, you know, what did the victims get or what would they have gotten? But in talking to every single one of the victims that we could get a hold of, nobody received a single penny from the scheme. So as we were talking to them, we started seeing victims that were coming from Utah, victims coming from Florida, from California. And in fact, once we started getting together all of our lists, we identified victims from every single state. And so it wasn't just a small territory that they were focusing on. It wasn't just East Coast or West Coast. This was a national case where people across the entire nation were getting these solicitations to participate.
1: So how long did the scam go on? I mean, was it a
0: year, two years? So the way that this particular one worked with Paul Park was you know his little business model only was operational for maybe 6 months so that that box that he set up that business in park city he was only operational there for about 6 months but as we dug more into this we started learning of more and more businesses that had very similar characteristics in fact they were identical characteristics and we started identifying dozens of different businesses And then we started identifying hundreds of different victims. And so this little small case that we got out of Utah started to grow into a much bigger case where we started seeing complaints on businesses in Florida, in Nevada, in California. And that really escalated what kind of scheme this was and how this scheme was continuing for years. And so once we started digging into it, we identified that this had been happening for almost a decade by the time we started looking into it in 2014.
1: Now, did anybody else ever look into his, um, his activities?
0: Yes. In fact, some of the things that we started looking into is we got referrals from different agencies. We got referrals from the state of Utah, from their Division of Securities, uh, their Department of Commerce. We also started looking at different referrals from other federal law enforcement agencies. And then we started seeing our own uh, complaints and cases that were inside of our own jurisdiction. So we saw other inspectors working some of the other business names. But what was unique about this was the business names changed so fast and so frequently that we didn't really get a sense of how big this scheme really was until we started putting all the pieces together but we saw we saw inspectors who were actively working cases in california um on other business names that this guy was involved in
1: so it seems like he just um he was just one big scam after the next it it seems like he just continued to develop scams all in an effort to separate the victims from their money so I, so you know, it's like he he seems to be a very interesting person. Um, so I know we're coming to the end of our episode. So I want you know join us tomorrow to learn more about the man responsible for the mailings, the man behind the stamp. I, it, but before we do that, I want you to hear a little bit from uh, hear an audio recording from from jail, and you can hear a little bit about um what his ideas were. Like I said, man, it was a. You know, very successful company. They had any problems at all. Uh, the other 49 states, like I say, we had no issues at all. Just Utah really took it to another level. And it could have been taken care of, but it just turned it into a, a criminal situation. It was really a civil mm-hmm. situation. Well, that's all for this episode. Stay tuned for our next episode of Intrigue, Greed, and Deception. Be certain to subscribe to our podcast and tell your friends and family to subscribe, too. Thank you, and stay scam savvy.
0: Behind the Badge, Ripped from the Case Files, is brought to you by the United States Postal Inspection Service. For more information, or to learn more about postal inspectors, please visit uspis.gov. Or to file a complaint, call 877-876-2455.